All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of FarzCast. I am Farzine Vesugian, your host. Hope you guys are doing well. It's been a while since we've last done a uh, last done an episode of uh, FarzCast. Uh, we had two podcasts, actually, uh, the last time we did one. We did one with Jamie Chavez, the KU women's basketball announcer. Also, uh, venturing out doing men's basketball and football for the Jayhawks. Had a lot of fun talking to him and his broadcast ventures and how he ended up in Kansas, considering where he started from. And then also uh, we talked to Freddie Coleman of ESPN Radio, one of my favorite guys uh, in the business. A uh, really nice guy. Uh, could not find a more friendlier guy in this industry. A uh, really nice guy. So I had a lot of fun talking to him. Go check the archives if you have not uh, listened to those episodes yet. We're on Apple Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, wherever. Uh, and I also have the video versions on YouTube and on Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, we are live on Facebook as always. So hope you guys can uh, give this a share, whatnot, tweet the links, retweet, whatever you guys do. Spread the word on social media to your friends. Let them know about this. Hey, this is a treat. Uh, for those of you uh, Chief Zoners, I just made that word up. For those of you who listened to the uh, Chief Zone podcast before, you guys recognize these two uh, faces. If you're listening to the podcast version, you'll know their voice in a minute. I'll tell you who they are, though. Zach Segna and DJ Evans joining me. It's a Chief Zone reunion. Gentlemen, what's going on? It's good to be here, man. It's been a minute since we've uh, you know had the whole band back together. I've been uh, hiding in the basement since we, uh, you know, that that game that happened in February. What? Did, what? Oh, <laughs> didn't happen. oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, <laughs> DJ, has anyone ever told you you're like a UFC fighter? What? How so? You're like those UFC fighters uh, when they're getting ready for their fight. At the last second, something happens. They pull out. Like every time I try to get you on this podcast, last second, you're like, "Oh, sorry, I can't make it." There's another joke in there somewhere, but I won't. I won't bring that up. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, serious. Uh, I'm glad we we finally got you. I know you've been pretty busy with uh, all you got going on. Um, well, happy to be here. Yeah, you know, we were just talking before we went on about you know being vaccinated and all that stuff. I know. I'm sure people listening are going to get all political about that now, but. Uh, I, I'm getting my second dose next week. Zach, you just got your first, and DJ, you're about to get your first. Literally right? today, oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did get your first. So, okay, Zach, you just got yours today. How are you feeling? Perfectly fine. No, no soreness? No, issues. no not Oh, really. my God. Which one did you get? Did you get Pfizer, Pfizer. or Moderna? Pfizer. That's so, what I got. That's interesting, like, the people that got Pfizer usually say that, and somebody at my work said that they barely had any reaction, little soreness in their mm -hmm. arm. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I, I definitely could tell, like, I got a shot here, but beyond that, like, it's not like it hurts. Yeah, for me, man, I mean, as soon as they gave the injection, it's like, it was pretty damn sore. <laughs> um like the next morning, I was able to lift weight, lift weights, but had to do it light, uh, couldn't go heavy. Um, you know, I mean, my advice is just, you know, if, if you are sore and if you're not very active physically, just, just take it easy. I mean, you, you're not, you're not an athlete or anything. I, actually, I've been always wondering why aren't athletes getting the, the vaccine? Cause they're the ones, if they don't play, they miss out on a lot of money and there's a lot of money being invested in those, uh, leagues, but I guess, I don't know. You kind of have to the give them would pay for it. Like, well, were it not for. I mean, like now that most places are getting to the point where you've got you know, the entire over 16 population or whatever, I think that's definitely how it is in Kansas. I don't know where it is uh, by UDJ, but yeah, I feel like you know, most of the teams ought to be 
getting that lined up for their guys if you know if they wanted, of course. But I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, just my two cents on the matter. Well, like, that seems I mean, like an easy thing. thing for them like, to do. Do they are they willing to get it? Like, in <clears throat> there's HIPAA laws, obviously. So sure. if somebody wants to say that they're not going to get it, like, I had, here I had a problem with LeBron. I think it was about three weeks ago where somebody asked him, is he going to get the vaccine? He said, that's a personal choice. And this might generate a discussion, but he said, which he never does, but on this particular topic, he said, that's a decision between me and my family. And so, you know, you guys know how I am, but I looked at that and I was like, ah, you kind of punted that, you know? You could have, you could have, like, you're coming out and this is a social issue. Like, this isn't a health issue. It's a social issue at this point. So he could have come out and said, hell yeah, I'm getting it. But him saying, like, that's a personal choice, he said he's not getting it. <laughs> and that, that bothered me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think you I just think gotta, it's more of a missed opportunity than anything. Yeah, could have done, done a solid, but, but you didn't. I don't know if you would need to block off a little bit of time, maybe because of the whole, oh, you know, the, the arm gets sore or whatever. But, you know, as we've kind of just discussed it, you know, everyone reacts differently to it. I heard the second dose is not as bad. So if you got the first dose and you kind of reacted negatively to it or if um, if your arm was sore or whatnot, I, I've, I've heard the second one is actually not as bad. But, I don't, again, everyone reacts differently to that shit. But hopefully everyone's washing their hands and uh, all that good stuff. Um Man, uh, we, we kind of, I mean, DJ alluded to this, but it's been a while since we've, uh, the three of us have gotten together to talk Chiefs, but man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you guys are feeling. Uh, there are some people who are a little nervous, uh, and I think because we're going to see pretty much a whole new offensive line going forward, I think some people are really nervous about that. Some people are excited about that. I've got mixed feelings there. I still think this is the team to beat, though, at the end of the day. Um yeah, sure. Tampa Bay did expose a pretty big weakness. Um, albeit, you know, there were a lot of players that opted out. Uh, I shouldn't I say, say a lot, but more injuries, I think, than anything. Yeah, else and injuries too, for sure. Find but, me a team that can have both of their starting tackles disappear on them the week before the Super Bowl, so to speak. Or sorry, I guess they obviously we know Schwartz was out longer, but yeah, you know, we lost Fisher in the well, you're moving, you're moving around still so, like, tackle, and you got yeah. going in there, and like, you have Two guys blocking each other on the same team. Like, it's a problem. Well, here's a crazy thing. You find me an NFL team who can, you know, who has that kind of depth where they don't lose a step if they lose both their starting tackles. Like, you can. Here's the thing for me, though. Like, yeah, the offensive line was horrible. We're we're not, that's not a debate. We're not, we're not arguing that. But to me, it's like this team still had opportunities. You, you should have had a touchdown pass to Tyree kill. And I can't remember the second one where Mahomes and had that the beautiful acrobatic... one where he hit Daryl Williams in the freaking chest, despite yeah. the fact that he was horizontal. You mean that one? Oh man. I'm not there. I mean, you had, you had plays right there. There were he had, opportunities. He had the two greatest incomplete passes of all time in that Super Bowl. Yeah. Did like, you? How often can you say that you watched a play that if it had just been completed, if Daryl Williams had just done his job? I mean, one hit millions of dollars. The other one, the guy caught it, but he was out of bounds. Yeah. Did you see? Right around like a in a circle. Like it's crazy. The NFL put together like their top 100 plays of 2020, and number 100 was the incompletion. Like 
the one where he's like well, you, you know, know that sideways. If it had just been hung on to it would have been like top five easy oh yeah i know that's the insane it's part. not number one like you know that's not totally out of the realm of possibility a throw like that in the super bowl man like and you know just on a ropes the guy like that doesn't happen yeah and, well here's the thing i mean look and by the way i know i know at the time zach you and i talked about this uh after the game when we do our facebook lives but um I, I will admit I, my my opinion has changed on this, but I, Andy Reid was not in the right mindset. Uh, I mean, he just wasn't. If you go back and watch the game, which I'll admit I, I I have seen, not the whole game, just a condensed version of it, the play calls are just horrible, and there there were no adjustments. Which you know, it, it, I think that's just further proof that he was not in the right mindset, which is unfortunate. But hey, look, I mean, that's not Tampa Bay's fault. They they did what they had to do. We would have done the same thing they did if, if the they job. if they if they had a personal issue like that come up. Hey, you take advantage of that. So, uh, I can't help to but them. feel like last night's game was a lot like that, in that there was the very clear favorite, and then the underdog that you know no one was like counting out by any stretch. I mean, yeah, that's not fair. Gonzaga always shits the bed. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's the offensive powerhouse versus the team that's leaning on the defense a little bit. And both times, I mean, no disrespect to the Chiefs' defense, but uh, yeah, the defense won the championship there both times. Now, never mind the fact that Baylor's trotting out 23 and 24 year olds, but that's its own discussion. Well, hold on. I didn't want to ask you about the whole Britt Reed thing, DJ, because you are a lawyer. I, I see all these Twitter lawyers that are weighing in with their. I saw a public defender on Deadspin. Uh, she wrote a, fa- I cannot remember her name. Uh, she wrote a fantastic article titled, Why the Hell is Britt Reed Not Arrested Yet? And, uh, you know, the problem is, I guess, you know, they're waiting on those blood work or whatever. Man, it's been exactly 60 days since that happened. And uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen the photos. If you just showed me the photos, I would have asked, you know, were there any survivors? Which thankfully there weren't any deaths. But that poor girl, uh, I mean, she's got an uphill battle. Uh, the family's tough. The, the mother, I think, spoke out recently on the GoFundMe saying, you know, Britt Reed hasn't even been arrested. In that Deadspin article, uh, the writer mentions that if this was – Someone who was not the son of a Hall of Fame coach, they would have at the very least been arrested on the spot or they would have been handcuffed to the hospital bed. I mean, and again, people are saying, oh, well, they got to wait for these test results and the text messages or whatever. Come on, man. That's BS. I mean, there's some there's some uh, nepotism, I guess. I don't, I don't know the exact word I'm looking for, but he, he's getting a pretty. I mean, listen, if I did that and I got to walk free for 60 days. I mean, holy shit, I'd be counting my blessings for that. Yeah, I mean, so full disclosure, I'm not a criminal defense attorney, so I don't have any expertise on that. But those these kind of things take time. So I don't think that there's any conspiracy going on. I think what the state's attorney is probably trying to do is make sure they have a good case against him before they even approach it. Because if you go too fast, there's a good chance you're going to lose the case. So, you know, obviously the family in Ridley, so they have a personal injury attorney, I'm sure, who's pushing the criminal charges because it helps the personal injury case. And understandable, but ultimately, like, that's, that's not guiding what's going to happen. Like, I, I think eventually, here, if they have evidence that he was intoxicated, and they should, if he was, he will be prosecuted. He will. So, you know, 
I don't, I don't look at it as like, oh, Andy Reid is like making sure that he's not going to get in trouble. Like they, they do, they jettisoned him out of the the team. Like he's gone. He's not even part of the team. Oh anymore. yeah, for so, sure. So ultimately, that it's going to come down to what does the prosecution have? We don't know what they did. We don't know if they did a blood test. We don't even know if they did a, a you know, a regular DUI test where they're trying to see if you have an impairment. So, you know, I personally, I want to wait and see what happens, but, you know, people want immediate action. And it's, you know, it's been all over Yahoo. Like I've seen it over the last few weeks. It's like Yahoo, like, oh, you know, Britt Reed, like he's on Jill yet. Like, you know, it doesn't happen that fast. Like it really doesn't usually. But to your point, Sometimes it does if you don't have money. And of course, if you have more money, the legal system is better. Like that's <laughs> that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody either. But no, no, not a surprise at all. But that's actually what I was gonna ask next. I said, you know, I was gonna ask you, know, God forbid, what if it was one of the three of us that did that? Would we be around 60 days living life normally? But you kind of did answer that. Um, I mean, that's just a scary thing. Uh, by the way, uh, I see you guys in the chat room, uh, and I appreciate you guys. If you guys are here, you know, please share the links if you guys can. Uh, Brett, uh, Brett from Savage Sports Memes. Uh, you, uh, Brett and Nick are talking about the Deshaun Watson thing. We will get into that. Trust me, I've got a lot of opinions on that. Uh, Edwina is asking if we heard about I'm also on DJ's uh, expert lawyerly opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, well, for de- definitely. Uh, Edwina is asking if uh, we heard about Paul Pierce. We'll get into Paul Pierce as well. I, I was actually just reading about that uh, before we uh, started. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I it, look it, it it's an it's an unfortunate thing. Just to pause you, I figure out a new job for me. I should stop being a lawyer. I should start like giving these guys <laughs> value and advice not to yeah. like, talk stupid shit i mean you're, you're a pretty smart guy i think you'd give good advice uh I, how, how much would you charge for that that's the question i mean well not on the record <laughs> <laughs> not on the record um uh, i mean look it, the whole thing's unfortunate it, it's just you know as you kind of stated dj and as the article really points out it, multiple times um I mean, there were the, the process would be a little bit faster. Uh, Zach, I know you stepped out for a minute. Is there anything you wanted to weigh in or, or say on that whole subject before we move on? The brewery stuff. The the yeah, brewery. No, it's just it's just a you know an incredibly sad situation. Yeah, you know, for the family, that's the most important part here. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah you want to see justice done. However, that shakes out. Yeah, usually slowly to borrow DJ's phrase, but yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, it just sucks that that sort of thing happens and that yeah, there's no clue. And, and, and that's another thing like it's unusual for a personal injury attorney to be like fighting for criminal charges it's like almost movie theater and so for a personal injury attorney to be doing that in the media that's more so trying to build his case for civil side as opposed to the criminal side personal injury attorneys don't give a sh- they don't give you can curse. I'm pretty sure you can shit podcast. about. They don't give a shit about <laughs> what's going to happen to him criminally. They care about what's going to happen to him civilly. And so, the worse it is for him criminally, the worse it's going to be for him civilly, and the more he's going to want to like pay out. Right. Ultimately, so when I All saw right, so here's the question. 
Go ahead. Yeah, just because this segue is way too perfect to ignore. Uh, <laughs> so I, I assume you followed the Deshaun Watson case oh, at yeah. least a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess, my biggest I question I had for you, Fox and I were talking about this before <laughs> the uh, podcast even hit, was, you know, we were talking about, yeah, I was interested in your opinion on that particular attorney and the way he chooses to, you know, it appears that he's choosing to wage war in the public opinion sphere as opposed to in the courtroom, or certainly as much as in the courtroom. I'm curious as to your opinions on all that. I think he should never have said anything about the whole thing. His attorney, like, I don't know if he had his attorney, his attorney is well-profiled. He represented Roger Clemens back in the day. So, Sorry, I was meaning most, the, oh, the attorney's going against Deshaun Watson. Oh, also Busby, bad whatever. decision. Like, also bad decision. Yes. No. <laughs> Here, we've got, we have two high-publicized attorneys. I don't even know if they've ever tried a case. I don't know. They, maybe they have. Maybe they have. But I don't know that to be true. A lot of these guys are grifters that make a lot of money handling high-profile cases, selling out. One of them was Shapiro, OJ's lawyer, initially, part of the dream team. But they, they make a lot of money selling cases. And if you watch the documentary about OJ's case, he wanted him to settle. He wanted him to, like, plea. Plea out. I don't want to go. I'm not going to trial. Like, so you, you have... As trial attorneys, you have the ones that try cases and the ones that don't want to ever try cases. They want to plea out or they want to settle the cases. So I don't know who Deshaun Watson's guy is. I know he's Roger Clemens' guys. Um, I'm the, the the attorney for the the women. He's a little suspect, but. You got 40, how many, 40? Can I, can I say something? Like yes. that's, this is, this is my big thing. Okay. Uh, so I read the article on ESPN oh. and uh, 22 accusers coming against him. And then here's the other thing. And, and I did not read the details as to how they found these 18 people, but 18 people have come out defending him or at the very least saying he did not make uh, them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think the the uh, the purpose was to help Deshaun Watson. I think that did the complete opposite. You're like, You're right. wait a minute, totally twenty two right. plus eighteen, forty <laughs> totally right. goddamn massage therapists. Like, listen, let me just use Patrick Mahomes as an example, okay? Um, I don't know exactly what the Chiefs do with the, with in terms of a massage therapist. I'm gonna guess they have. Let's just say they have one, okay? They have one, and I'm gonna guess maybe during the off season, Patrick probably has another one. And Patrick's from Texas, so he probably spends a lot of time in his home state during the offseason. So he probably has one there. And I'll throw in one more because maybe there might be a scheduling conflict with the other one just so he can fulfill any scheduling voids with that second one. So I can understand if someone has three or four UFC fighters, man. I mean, they might have a home somewhere, but they're always traveling left and right, uh, going to Vegas for a whole month and then going training somewhere else for a while. So, I mean, I in those situations, I get it. If you don't have, if you're not home at an exact place for a long period of time, you might have massage therapists at different places and whatnot. But my God, man, 40, 
I mean, like, there's no logical explanation as to why you need 40. Like, that's the insane part. Here's the the problem with what his lawyer's saying. So you've got 20-plus women saying he did this. Hey, he didn't do this because 18 women said he didn't. That well, is that didn't Bill Bill Cosby could say, hey, <laughs> I met like 250 women, but only 20 women said I did anything. But the rest of them, they were all cool with me. Like that's a stupid argument, but it plays in the media. That's the problem. Like people are eating it up. They're like, oh yeah. Oh, he's got these other women that are saying that he didn't do anything. Like that that's that's a problem. And it's 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 irrelevant, but unfortunately, it does play. And people look at I, you've seen that far far as you've seen that on Twitter, you're like, the more women I've seen that are coming out against this, the more the less likely it's true. That that makes no sense. The more women that come out, <laughs> the more likely it's true. <laughs> if one or two women said he did this, and everybody else said no, okay. If- yeah, see, I'm glad you said that because Zach and I, were, we were talking about this uh, before we started recording and going live is that, look, um, the, the Tyree Kill thing a couple of years ago, like if that taught me anything, it's, you know, let things play out. I will say there is there is a massive difference. You know, there weren't 22 people what? speaking out saying, hey, Tyree Kill did this. And l- listen, I know that's a very different situation too because there was some media involvement in, in a very favorable manner too uh whereas with this i mean a- again you know when you have 22 people as of now i mean by, by by the time this podcast is even published we might even be out of date with that number i mean who knows but um it's it's just something it to be popping out by the day yeah it is it is changing pretty pretty fast um and by the way here's another thing i was talking to my mom and my brother about this I, I don't know where you stood on this, DJ. I know, Zach, you wanted Deshaun Watson. I was that Chiefs fan, and a lot of Chiefs fans maybe will not admit to this, but I still remember at the time, every single, I shouldn't say every single, 99.9% of Chiefs fans wanted Deshaun Watson to be drafted. Now, sure, Patrick won a Super Bowl ring, so it's easier to say, yeah, yeah, obviously Patrick was the right call, but seeing what we're seeing right now with Deshaun Watson, it just further just proves that, Mahomes was by far the better option. I mean, could you imagine if we did get Deshaun Watson? And let's say we did win a ring with him, and then we deal with this. Like, that would be the biggest heartbreak as a Chiefs fan, like just having to face that. It would have fit with our failed narrative if we didn't win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but people are people are literally saying that would have been like, a new new low versus, in the creative ways the Chiefs have avoided. Really. That is a pretty good yeah, point. To, to, some people are saying now, like, ooh. Drafting Trubisky wasn't such a bad option. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Oh, God. That's crazy. I mean, but you're not hearing it from Bears fans, are you? <laughs> I mean, that here. How many of them aren't going to be Bears wishing for Trubisky so by which, they, were so, they were so happy that Mahomes lost, which is annoying. <laughs> oh, God. And they told me because they want him. That's why. You know what's funny? Raiders fans are like all over this because they're like, oh, we have three Super Bowls. You've got two. And it's funny because, you know, their last six, one was when? 16 months. Uh, well, that's what I was going to get to. 16 months ago, what was the narrative from Raiders fans? Oh, the Chiefs haven't been relevant in 50 years. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years. And now it's like 
they're clinging on to something else. Like, okay, enjoy that three to two Super Bowl scorecard while you have it, because if you're going to place money down, uh, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that Kansas City is going to within a minimum of five years or maximum yeah. of five years. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. But hey, you know, let me listen. I, I said this the night of the Super Bowl, like that sucked, but I wasn't like sad about it. Cause here's the thing. The only athlete, the only like superstar to go to a championship so many times and never lose was Michael Jordan. Everyone else from Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, um, Peyton Manning, like they've lost multiple times at the big stage. This is not going to, and maybe I'm wrong here. That'd be cool. If I was, this might not be Mahomes' last Super Bowl loss. If he's going to go to as many as Tom Brady, in which he's been to 10, odds are Mahomes is going to lose probably one more, maybe maybe two more. Who knows? Look at LeBron James. A lot of people are saying he's the best player of all time, which is a separate debate. But uh, well, I mean, he's, yeah, I know. <laughs> DJ's an MJ guy. But listen, LeBron, who some are arguing is the best, that guy's lost so many times in the finals. So. Um, you know, one loss is not going to just completely crush Mahomes' legacy. Like the guy is still on the first Especially page of his lost. resume. Especially no, I'm lost. just disappointed because I wanted him to have the ultimate trump card against Brady. And if he doesn't get another shot at him in the Super Bowl, there will always be that narrative of okay, yeah, well, Brady beat Mahomes, so nerve. You're a hundred percent right. And you know what? As a Chiefs fan, I'm seeing a lot of Chiefs fans say, Hey, I want a rematch, which is natural. When the when the Royals lost to the Giants. In 2014, everyone wanted a rematch, which we never got, but we still got our happy ending in the end. But here's the thing, like this this Brady-Mahomes thing is a much different deal because Brady's always beat the Chiefs in the playoffs in 2015 after the 1-5 and start and then in the AFC Championship game and then the Super Bowl. But you know what? The good news is if you want to avenge that loss that badly, Brady did sign like another year extension, so it's possible even more. Here's where we're at. Even if Mahomes wins, let's say Brady never wins another Super Bowl. Let's say Mahomes wins eight and they never play each other again in the Super Bowl. There will still be people saying that Brady is better because he always beat Mahomes in the playoffs. Okay. You're not never be able to fight that. (laughs) You're not wrong on that. Look, I know you guys are not. I disagree with it, but you'll never be able to fight it. (laughs) I know you guys are not UFC fans, so. This is kind of a hard exa- comparison. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm starting to like some of that. It's it's my guy. I love it. That was I was loving that. Oh, yeah. But but yeah. John Jones and Daniel Cormier. I mean, they've got a heated rivalry. Um, John Jones beat him the first time when they were both undefeated. At, I think at the time, John Jones does have a loss, but he he disqualified himself. Like he's never been beat. So technically, he's still undefeated. If you get my drift here, but. Um, and then, you know, John Jones got in trouble. So Daniel Cormier became the champion and he was the top dog at 205 pounds. Daniel Cormier loses to John Jones again, but John Jones tested positive for an anabolic steroid. So Daniel Cormier got back the title and then he went on to hold two titles. He beat, uh, Steve Miocic to become the heavyweight champ, which my dad and I were there for was fucking nuts that night. But, you know, even though he became a double champion, People still said, hey, Daniel Cormier could never beat John Jones. Like, you are right in that perspective, DJ. It's like, sure, you know, you may be able to go on and do great things, but if you were never able to beat your biggest rival, I mean, that's just not going to – That that's where people are going to look at that whole legacy talk and just say, hey, Brady was the better guy. Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to do. It's like 
this is the beginning of Mahomes' career, whereas Brady, we keep thinking it's the tail end. It's a very long conclusion to his uh, his career. But I do have some genuine questions about how he continues to beat Father Time. Uh, that's a fantastic like, question. I, I, think, <laughs> I think he did a yes. Facebook uh, By the way, video I blog those, on that. Zach, I had those same questions about LeBron. I mean, he's, not that, he's not as old. I mean, he like, takes some time off and like goes to like South Beach for like therapy and comes back. It goes and films Space Jam, all that stuff. And uh Shambo golf, like I'm wondering what he's kind of doing to be able to hit those drives. I don't know. Um, let me read a couple of With the Brady, uh, though, it's different. I mean, like, yo, LeBron, he's 36. Yeah, that's yeah, not that old. Compared well, to it, Brady, well, it's easier. It's easier for ten years older than that. Like, but you, you'd admit that it's easier for a quarterback like, to play that long. I suppose that's fair, but you know, the other thing is, is like LeBron's also shooting more threes than he's ever shot too. You know, the old man YMCA game is starting to come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to happen. Just watch. He's going to win an MVP being the YMCA. Of course, game. He, is. Watch. <laughs> um, of course um, he is. Just reading a couple of comments, Sorry. Brett says, if you were a Houston Texans fan, you'd know the pain and agony why Watson needs 40 masseuses. Remember being a Chiefs fan in 2012? Yes, I agree. The Texans suck. They just they forced Deshaun Watson to take all these sacks. You still don't – I know he's being facetious and all, but yeah, it's fine. like yeah. – by the way, I, I, I never sure got, didn't do much to prevent him. I never mentioned this. Like <laughs> I commented on TMZ's uh, Facebook post about this whole thing. And I mentioned, you know, he's got 40 freaking massage therapists. Dude, Houston Texans fans blew me up on there. They're like, uh, well, if, if he's an NFL quarterback. And if you know the kind of uh, physical damage he takes, you'd understand why he needs 40. It's like, okay. this is the excuse you are providing as to why right. he needs 40. Can I shut this down through some Please do. Athlete. So two weeks ago, when this it was two or three weeks ago when it first came out, Shan Sharp on Undisputed talked about this and he said, Since 1999, I've had the same masseuse. I fly her in and, you know, pay her, like, you know, it's all above a dollar. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Send her back. He's like, if, I, if, if I'm at an elevator um, and I'm on the elevator and somebody leaves, I'm all alone and some, Lady comes on, I get off. If I'm about to get on an elevator and the only person that's on there is a female, I don't get on that one. I wait for the next one. That's at the, really at, smart. At the, at the very least, Deshaun Watson's behavior was reckless. You're going on Instagram trying to find masseuses? Like, really? You're making this dollars a year and that's that's what you're doing? Like, come on. That's the problem that's I have with point. this whole thing. I think he's, like, you're going on, here, if we're looking at this as what's the worst thing this could be, he's going on Instagram because he knows these girls are willing to do something different than professionals are willing to do. And that's a problem. I just keep thinking back to the fact that we really wanted him in Kansas city. Like that's a, that's a pretty scary thought looking, uh, looking back at that, knowing uh, everything we know now, but thankfully that's not the decision well, the that thing was on, made. Yeah. Just well, that's a great, that's a great question. Here's a great question. Yeah. What will we do 
if here change the name what if it was patrick mahomes right now that's a wonder what (laughs) wonder what chiefs kingdom on twitter Uh, well first of all every every single listen (laughs) listen i know i just criticized uh texans fans for this um chiefs fans would defend it and say there's no evidence Oh, yeah. And you know what? We, this we is ex- have an example. What's your example? We have an example. W- were you going to say Kareem Hunt? Tyreek. No, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh, well, well, I was okay, okay. You're right. You're not wrong, but I was going to say Kareem Hunt's the better example. Because if you remember when that story first came out, there was obviously no video. Everybody was refuting that woman's claim that Kareem Hunt got physical. And then when the video uh, came out, people were like, whoa, uh, I, uh, maybe. Well, he didn't kick her that hard. Yeah, but even after after that, I know I made that defense. I'm still a little not great. But even after that, and I'll here, Mea Copa, I said there was some allegation that she used a word that's really, really, really bad, and we know what the word is, so I'm not even going to say. Yeah, but I was like, oh, but still, it's not, it's not acceptable. Well, here's here's my problem. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because I've gotten tweets about that over the years. People are like, oh, you realize she said something racist. I've watched that video multiple times. There are several black people. Listen, you're right. It is a very offensive term to use. It's it's a a racial slur. There are a lot of black people in that video. You're going to tell me Kareem Hunt was the only one that was outraged by that. Let's say she did say it. Kareem Hunt's the only one that was upset about it. That's why I don't believe that. People are here's here's the problem. Here's the hold on. The other part. Zach, hold on, hold on. Let me finish this point because people are saying are believing this rumor that's not confirmed about a racial slur. Let's keep one thing in mind. It was it's proven that Kareem Hunt lied, and then when that when he got pulled over for having weed or whatever in his car, which is not a big deal, but he did try to lie about it too. He tried to lie about that. So it's hard to give the benefit of the doubt that a racial slur was said if it's coming from Kareem Hunt's camp, considering there have been multiple lies from him already. And he was shit-faced. That, was, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, times. Zach, Zach I, I, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, the only thing I was going to say you know, that is you know, not necessarily a defense, but maybe an explanation for him is like, uh, you do kind of feel for these guys that, you know, we, we teach them, you know, one day a week and all the time in practice, you know, you're just, you know, as aggressive as hell. You know, that's just, you, you don't teach them to turn it off. And I feel a little bad for some of these guys when they get themselves in those sorts of positions. You go out, you drink, and some people are belligerent drunks. We've all known those people. Yeah. It just sucks that, you know, some of those belligerent drunks happen to be running backs for the Chiefs. Right. They, yeah, I mean, that we're 27 now that I think about it. Might just be a pattern. Uh, probably ought to retire the number now that I think about it, but I digress. At the end of the day, and I know you're you're down with this, you can't, you cannot hit yeah. a woman. Like, that's just... No, no, no. You can't do that. Even if, like, and if you're that drunk that you don't even notice it, you need to get help. Well, yeah, here's... There's a, no evidence that he's ever gotten help for that. Well, here's the problem. I, I think he did I handle it. I think the Browns may actually have done that for him. I don't know for sure. But Was that before or after he got stopped... Last year, when we were at the Super Bowl, that's a great question. I think after, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, know I think it was. Here's here's the thing, though. Like the the way the story was told was that he found out she was underage, and 
he tried to defuse the situation, which was the good call. But this is why you shouldn't be drinking with people you don't know, man. You, I mean, Correct. that's that's yeah. just. Uh, listen, I have a small circle of friends. I don't care to have a bunch of friends. Some people are like all pissed off if they only have a couple of friends. Man, the the, the smaller your circle of friends are, it's like the less trouble you have, the less crap like that you deal with. Uh, hopefully, Kareem Hunt's got, listen, he hasn't been in trouble in a little over a year now. So hopefully he's figured it out and understood. Because here's the thing, you were sharing that story about Shannon Sharp. I, I never heard that story. This is my first time hearing that. This is 20, that, that was 1999, you said, right? Well, no, he, he talked about this a couple of weeks ago when the Deshaun Watson thing came out. And he said that he's had a masseuse, a personal masseuse for oh, okay. 20 years. But he said, like, I'm careful because I don't even, he said, I don't even want the idea that something untoward happened. So I don't even want to be alone with somebody on an elevator unless there's other people there. See, that's my point. Like, this is 2021 now. Like, everyone's got, these magical smartphones right there, high definition camera. You can just film anything. And even these cameras now, like, listen, I mean, there are some place, some banks that don't have rare. Remember there was this incident in Kansas city a few years ago where like a guy at a Jimmy John's pulled out a gun that was jammed. He pointed at the cash register, uh, the uh, cashier's head. Do you guys remember that? Anyway, my point no. is, yeah, my no. point is that was crystal clear high definition security camera footage right there. Like these things are everywhere and they're hidden. You, I mean, th that's the point of a hidden camera. You're not supposed to see that. It's like as an athlete, you have, you're making so much money. You have all these endorsement, Nike, Under Armour, yes. uh, whatever you have. It's like, you have so much on the line. You've got to think not twice, three times when you go out there, uh, whether you're parting or just even the smallest things, you got to be very careful because you never know one small mistake that's going to, you know, lose you endorsements, lose you a contract, all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm surprised. I've been kind of surprised that he hasn't lost endorsements yet. <clears throat> You're talking yeah, about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Oh, sorry. When you see that, those start going, you know it's over. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, and listen, referring it's back really to the whole Tyreek Hill thing. I think a lot of people are just trying to be patient because yeah. a lot of people did jump to conclusions on the Tyree kill. I was one of them. Okay. And when more evidence came out and we found out this was heavily skewed from channel five, a lot of people just said, Whoa, we, we got to learn to slow down next time if something like this happens. So you're kind of seeing that right now with, yeah, I, I do agree though. I mean, as soon as we do get an answer and if it's not good for Deshaun Watson, yeah, he's going to, He's going to lose a lot, and that's just... But he, I, I do want to make clear, innocent until proven. Yeah, like, I agree. I, like, I, there's there's nothing that's been, you know, decided, but having that many, it's 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 not... It's okay, not let me ask you this, DJ. Like, yeah. what could be done at this point to be able to say, okay, this is going to go in Deshaun Watson's favor? Because the only thing I can think of is that this is the biggest attempt to try to ruin someone's career at this point. So it's weird. So the corollary that I can only, the only one I can think of would be like Kobe Bryant when he was accused back in 2000, I think it was three. Um, Around there. Yeah. Sounds Colorado about right. And I think know, five or six, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, you know, he came out he said, I had consensual sex with this, well, man, I apologize. The problem for Deshaun Watson is, 
it's not one person. It's and it was only one person for Kobe. It is forty. Yeah. <laughs> and twenty-two, I think, that are yeah, saying it was bad. And I guess eighteen that are saying it was okay. Like that's I don't know. I mean it's it's it here. If you're playing fantasy football, I wouldn't draft Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think that is very yeah, sound fantasy advice. Oh man. Uh, do you guys do listen? I'm not a fantasy football, nor am I a bracket guy, which is weird to say as a sports fan. People say that in order to be able to enjoy sports more, you have to do fantasy sports or you have to do a bracket. I completely disagree. Listen, first of all, I'm not a big college sports guy. I'll be honest. I did not watch much of the tournament outside of KU. Um, I'm, I'm just not a big college sports plus, you know, I followed the NFL and the UFC closely. So it's like, and I'm busy enough with everything I've got going on. But, uh, do you guys agree with that notion that you have to play fantasy sports in order to enjoy sports or be able to follow sports closely? Okay. I disagree wholeheartedly. I mean, I've I think that it can be a good entry much. drug for people who, you know, have previously not cared about sports. I mean, we've got a family league in, uh, in my house and uh my little sister played for the first time this year and she got way into football and has previously never given a shit so that's yeah they can definitely be the entry point but i don't think it's required by any stretch of the imagination see i tried to introduce fantasy sports to my brother because he was not a big sports fan growing up and he just doesn't really like it like he doesn't understand the concept of it and he he just finds it boring but he actually he follows honestly he follows the NFL a lot closer than I do. Like there are times where he lets me know about NFL news. Like I, I mean I used to do a podcast and I was blogging religiously on this shit. Now it's like he's the one that's updating me and all this stuff. So I, yeah, I think it's definitely doable without fantasy sports. I've never. It's just DJ mentioned it and I just felt like yeah, yeah I had to bring that up. It's funny, like probably like six years ago before the Chiefs were like really 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 good again. Like, I was obsessed with fantasy football, and it would ruin my Sundays. Either it would be great Sunday or it would be a really bad Sunday. And my wife would, could attest to this because she'd be like, oh, shit. And now it, it's actually worse for her, but she's playing fantasy football. She gets more mad <laughs> when her fantasy football team is getting messed up. You know what my problem was is I, I was – I was look, I'm a biased fan, okay? Um, I would always just draft Chiefs players, and I remember <laughs> I had – I had Matt Castle, Dwayne Bowe, and Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles had a touchdown, and Matt Castle. One of those things is good. Matt Castle <laughs> threw. <laughs> Dwayne Bowe had a year. Matt Castle I'll, I'll threw. Say, yeah, sorry. Matt Castle threw year. three touchdown passes to Dwayne Bowe. So I had like a bajillion fantasy points for that game. And you're like, oh, I'm going to win this league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I remember there was one time I forgot to set up a defense. I had two defenses. I forgot to start one of them. And I lost by one point and both my defenses had two points. So, uh, I mean, obviously like fantasy football is not a priority of mine. So I never do fantasy sports in general. I don't understand people who do fantasy baseball. Like you, you cannot have a life. Or basketball or hockey or anything I, oh, other than man. fantasy football. Somebody in my, one of the partners in my office got me like five years ago. It was like, Oh, do you want to be part of this? Like no money fantasy hockey league. And I did it. And I'm like, why am I doing this? It's like, it's such a okay, so that's the other part. Like, You're not getting any money out of it? Like, I don't know. Any when it's a work like, league, man, there's got to be money or something on the line. Like, yeah. There's no money. Not, there's no, no, be a lot. Like, yeah, no, there's no money. Uh, I do. 
I do want to read a couple of tweets. Uh, at Davy Gumdrops, that's a cool name. Um, he uh, tweeted the fact that he has Deshaun Watson has so many makes me think more and more he is guilty. Only reason you need a number like that is to try to creep the. Uh, I think he meant to say creep the shit out on newbies because the others stopped booking you. I, I've heard a lot of people say that. Listen. I think it's so unfair. I mean, so many people think they're the judge of character and they get to decide if a woman is lying or not. I mean, people don't realize we, we, we didn't really talk about this. And I know this is an uncomfortable subject for some people, especially men, but we don't as men get to decide if women are lying or not. Like, I think there are other people who can determine that we always feel the yeah, need to shut the justice system. It moves exactly, slow, but it moves. We feel the need to shut women down because our favorite, I mean, we're Chiefs fans, but Texans fans, I mean, that's their hero right there. Like that, that's all they have. The Texans are going through so much. They at least want to keep their quarterback and they cannot accept the fact that there are women coming out against, against him. I, I just think that's the most frustrating part because a lot of women don't like having to be told, Hey, you know, uh, how do we know he, they're lying or not? And listen, again, I do agree, innocent until proven guilty. We got to see evidence yeah. and all that stuff, but let's not just shut them down and just say they're liars. Like, how do you know if they're lying? 100%. And by the way, if they go to a civil trial and the jury says not guilty, that doesn't mean he didn't do it. That's not the way it works. Like, OJ was found not guilty at trial, criminally for the murders of Nicole and uh, Ronald Goldman. But that doesn't mean he's innocent. <laughs> that means a jury decided that he was not guilty. So people people can conflate um, not guilty with innocent. They're two separate things. They're totally two separate things. Uh, I was going to ask you guys uh, about the whole MLB thing. Boom. because Lawyered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My so far, uh, he got stopped a little bit there. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I think I might be on a tape delay. My bad. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Zach <laughs> yeah, Zach is on a bit of a. By the way, DJ, DJ, edit. How do you say my name? Oh God, Farzan. What? Farzan. Farzine. Two E's and so I's. You know what's funny? Hard. When we did the Super Bowl Eve party, um, yeah. Joe Valerio and Dan Shanka both called me Farzan, and. I, when, when we yeah. finished, some people immediately left, but Joe Valera was still around. And I forgot to tell Joe before, because he did call me Farzan on the podcast before he was on. Um, uh, and I told him, and I'm like, look, I'm not mad or anything, but I still need to tell Dan. And I, I, I guess some of our other guests also thought. But you know what's funny? Like, I got to give DJ shit again, because... Yes. And listen, DJ's not the only one, but a couple of years before the pandemic, I did, you know, go out and meet some listeners uh, of the podcast or those who follow me on social media. I get a lot of people who met me in person. They're like, oh, Farzan, uh, nice to meet you. I love your Chiefs podcast. I'm like, thanks. But in the beginning of my Chiefs podcast, I do introduce myself. I say my name. And you're calling me Farzan. So I don't know if you're really a big fan of the podcast. Which, look, I don't care if you listen or not, but don't say you're a big fan and not know how to pronounce my name. Some people suck at pronouncing names. Let's be honest. It's Farzine. It's not like... It's not like also, it makes I mean, me laugh so on like, you know, like, email and stuff, too. People call me, like, people doctor. Things wrong. No, they don't. What, me? They, they call, call you doctor? Doctor. They'll be like, oh. Dr. Evans? Doctor. I'm like, no, I'm Dexter. 
like my real name is Saxford. So. Hold on. How are people Wait, seriously miss? Yes. How are people miss reading Dexter to Doctor? If I'm talking on the phone, and I'm like Dexter Evans or like Doctor Evans. Oh, okay. Like Dexter Doctor, like they, 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 you know, they mess it up. You know what's funny, actually, I, Zach. You know the uh, burger place downtown, like south of the downtown area, uh, Town Topic, I think is what it's called. Yeah, dude. I had that for the first time. I think it was the day before the Super Bowl, and I, I called over the phone because I knew they were going to be busy. And I go, yeah, uh, I, I want this, this, and this. Uh, they're like, all right, can can we get a name? And I go, um, I go, yeah, it's Farzin. And I always say Farzin because they don't need to know my real name. I just need to keep it simple for them. And they're like, oh, can you spell that place? I'm like, yeah, sure, F A R Z I N. Um, and then when I got there, the woman reading uh, the names. She read my name. It wasn't even my name. It was like a bunch of random letters that, that you just like punched on your keyboard. I'm like, wow, the person who took the call completely butchered. You know what's funny? Zach, you know this about Five Guys, right? Five Guys Burgers. Okay. DJ, they're do nice. you know? They're really good. Well, yeah, they are good. Yeah, but really good. they're not good at spelling my name. So. I mean- <laughs> I'm going to pronounce your name, so... Uh, well, hold on. I'm going to see if I can find, like, the collage that I posted many times in my life. Zach knows about this because he, he's known me for a while, but mm-hmm. for those who know me personally, they know hilarious. this. So here's the thing. Uh, I love Five Guys Burgers, which is why I was a fat ass for so many years, but um, <laughs> I would always call in because they were... It, oh, it takes them, like, 10 minutes to make the burgers ready. get the boneless, boneless burger. There you go. Um, well, it... it so I always call in advance because they all know who I am because I went there a lot. And I would say, hey, it's Farzine. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. How do you spell it? And I'm like, yeah, F-A-R-Z-I-N. And then when I would show up, they w- I got Farvin. I've got Far- Fardin or Fardine. That's my brother's name, which I didn't even spell. I spelled my name. There, I've had so many insane spellings. There, I'm not kidding. I showed up there once. I go on the phone. I go, it's spelled F-A-R-Z-I-N as a Nancy. And I go there to pick up my order. I said, hey, yeah, I called in uh, for Farzine and they could not find my order. And after like five minutes of scrambling, they're like, what did you order, sir? I'm like, yeah, I had a bacon cheeseburger and, and, and Cajun fries. They're like, oh, OK, we found it. And they give it to me. And I look at the receipt just to see what name they put. And they put Nancy. Because I said N as a Nancy. I'm like, you fucking idiots. But yeah, so, I, gosh, I can't find it on my phone right now. I mean, because I, I, we're doing this podcast live and everything. I don't want to. We're so good, though. I, I can't really multitask. Um, I'm sure someone watching can pull it up. But I do have a collage of like 20 All the of those. Have screwed up your name. Yeah, of like the receipts and like 20 different spellings of my name. It's it's funny. It's it's uh, but now I order online and obviously it's just automatic. So it just it, it spells my entire full name correctly because it's on the internet. So I don't have to deal with that issue anymore. But we got way off topic. I don't even know what the hell we were discussing. <laughs> You're making fun I of DJ for not being able to say <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were making fun of DJ. That's how we got. What were we talking about before that? I mispronounced your name. I don't. Know. I have no idea. Probably Deshaun Watson or something. We went I from Deshaun we'll... Watson sexual harassment to cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, great, that's how great, uh, transition. Yeah, that's how great this podcast is. Um, Boom, oh, oh I, here's what I wanted to ask you guys about Major League Baseball and what's going on there with the whole All-Star game being moved and whatnot. Here's listen, I'll be I'll just say it right now. 
If you ask me to tell you about that Georgia bill or whatever, I cannot tell you what it is. But I can tell you the people reacting like it's insane, man. There are a bunch of people saying, oh, uh, it does let you vote. And then a bunch of people saying, no, it doesn't let you vote. Like, I don't know how the hell you have people with two different political stances. They, They read a bill and they their understanding is two completely different things. And that's how it's been the past few years in politics, which I have no idea how in the hell we got to this point with politics. Here's my stance on this, though, because a lot of people are saying, oh, Major League Baseball, stick to baseball, stick to sports. But um, whether you agree or not with what they did, athletes are people. Because if we're going to use this logic that, hey, look, you know, stick to sports or whatever by this logic dj should not even be talking about sports whatsoever the only thing he should be discussing sticking to law is legal exactly stick to law but like (laughs) stick to lawyering if you if you work at a dunkin if you work at dunkin donuts and if someone told you that you cannot talk about anything except for donuts and how fucking delicious they are or coffee Coffee. okay you'd be offended by that so listen i've got no problems when athletes speak out and by the way uh, to rant on this real quickly, people complained about the whole kneeling thing with the national anthem. And they said, uh, don't do it during the anthem. Okay, well, that's what the Chiefs and Texans did. And people online were complaining and there were even some boos at the at the stadium. But then a lot of people said, do it at your own time. Okay, they did that. After the George Floyd incident, they all at home at their own time created a black lives matter video and they still got criticized for that. So look, it's not about the national anthem. It's not about politics or this stuff. It's just, if you disagree with someone on this, uh, on social rights or politics, they just want to have find any reason to tell you not to talk about it. Yeah, that's pretty accurate though. The one thing I'll say about this whole MLB thing is that they've announced that they're moving it to Colorado. And I don't know if they've done this there before. I know they haven't since I've been paying attention. So 98. They did do it. Okay, so yeah, I was four. So I get a pass for not paying attention that year. Um, you get a pass. <laughs> but I'm all kinds of hype. Like, I mean, don't wrong. The political part of this, notwithstanding, that's going to be the most lit home run derby we have seen in years. Hell yeah. That, <laughs> you know, that well, you know, thin air said, out there, yeah. man, like game on. It was pretty cool. Well, we learned some things today. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like a, a lot of people, a lot of people are, you know, criticizing the MLB. And by the way, I understand there's like some criticism where uh, moving to Colorado, I guess their laws are also in line with Georgia's. And I guess it looks bad on the MLB. Again, I don't, I haven't read the bill. I couldn't tell you about it. So I don't know, but here's what I will take an issue. If with. ever there was a league who had bungled making a political statement, that would be the one. That would so be the one. Yeah. That does 100%. check out. Here's the funny baseball part. Baseball is terrible people, at this. People are trying to say, Oh, I'm not watching baseball. I'm boycotting. You were okay. watching baseball anyway. Yo, well, Sorry, here's the thing. I say that? Here's Man. the thing. People said this about the NFL and they were wishing bankruptcy on the NFL, which look, I don't know if conservative values uh, are supported by wishing bankruptcy on businesses. I thought it was the other way around, but last I checked, people claimed they were boycotting the NFL and the NFL just signed a $113 billion TV deal. So ratings can go down all you want. 
they're not losing money. Now, the owners lost money because of uh, the pandemic. They were not able to fill the seats and all that, but the, the league is still alive. The players are still making their millions of dollars. Same thing with baseball. Like Baseball ratings have been declining for a while. They're not going to suffer from this. Even like, Listen, nothing's going to happen with their ratings, okay? I promise you. I know some people are well, complaining. Well, not because of this anyway, yeah. Well, well, with valleys. <laughs> yes, that's a separate, and, which I did not know a whole lot about until I saw people complaining on my page. But listen, baseball is still going to be around no matter how much you want to complain. And by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Some a senior advisor for Trump's campaign, he took, a picture, with, he took a picture with Trump and I guess Trump recently, I, I did not know this, he, he wanted to boycott Coca-Cola, but there was a Coca-Cola bottle on his desk. And by the way, Trump was very vocal against the NFL, but he still was watching NFL games. So this whole boycott. Well, to be thing, fair, he was mostly vocal because he's still bitter about the fact that they didn't let him buy in. He tried sure. to buy the bills a few years back and he's still but a little bitter. Pl- please don't tell me you're boycotting shit because you're not. So you're saying that Trump's full of shit? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> well, no, here's my problem. I mean, when, when, let me, let me say something. Uh, when Trump, when Trump spoke out about the kneeling, calling uh, players so, no one discusses this, by the way. When Trump talked about players kneeling and called them SOBs, don't get me wrong, people were already talking about the anthem. But there was not this big outrage of, oh, my God, I'm going to boycott the NFL until he said something. Nobody was boycotting or said they were boycotting until Trump spoke up. And listen, I give Trump credit because whatever he says, conservatives will support him on it and liberals will go the complete opposite. Like he has a very powerful way of uh, really controlling what people think, and whether it's politics or sports. And, magic. And, and that's a problem. And – you know, it, all throughout history, you have those types of people that can say something to get one side really fired up and the other side to be like, Ugh. yeah, and that's disastrous. I might need to talk about the corollary, but no, he's isn't it just nice not having to deal with his shit? And yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice. Well, I haven't thought on. about the presidency for weeks. Hold on. I don't know if you heard, DJ, but people are complaining about what Jill Biden wore. Wait till you see what Melania wears. I mean, what was that she wears? One of the biggest offenses that Obama had was when he wore a tan suit. Right? I remember that. Crazy. People lost their Even CNN lost their minds over that. And like looking back, it's like, anyway. Um, so, hey, him. it was a sharp fucking stew. <laughs> it was really good. But getting back to what you were saying, like, you know, I'm not about the whole cancel culture. And, um, and as nice as it is not to have to deal with seeing Trump's stuff on Twitter, I kind of wanted to be out there because I want people to see what he's saying because you, you're going to have it. You're going to have, you, you don't want to get to the point where they're saying, well, they're shutting us down, so this platform's BS. Um, yeah, that's how they all get, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have been watching that QAnon thing on yeah. HBO, but uh, I have been watching that particular docuseries. Yeah. And uh, I've you got- know, that is how they, you know, congregate at the dark corners of the internet, is, you know, when you banish them from the public square, then they'd go off all by themselves, and then we wonder why, you know, 
they ended up you know, getting crazier and crazier. It's like, well, no, if we let them just continue in the public square, normal humans can be like, no, you, that's wrong. <laughs> like, shut up. That's a terrible thing to suggest. Go home. Think about what you've done. <laughs> and look, I mean, I'm not, I'm not for one side. I mean, anyone who's like, listen, to me knows I have a strong stance against Trump, but you know, look, uh, I don't think either side's great, but you know, if you're going to criticize one I mean, side, honestly, let's be honest, the best political discourse that I've heard in the last months was Charles Barkley the other night. <laughs> that, that was that, actually, well, let, let me, let's get to Charles Barkley in a moment, but let me just finish this point of look, People will criticize the opposition for something, but their own side has done the same exact thing, but they turn a blind eye to it, which, what a coincidence, right? Uh, wink, wink. Uh, but yeah, no, Zach, you made a great point. So I, I don't have the audio clip to play it or anything, but to just give you the Cliff Notes version, Charles Barkley mentioned that uh, not politicians, just people in general, whether they vote left or right, there are a lot of great people on both sides. The problem is, and he's 1,000% right on this, these politicians don't give a shit about us. Now, there might be a few you like, and I understand. I, there are some politicians, not many, that I actually do like right now that I think could do a good job if they were ever commander-in-chief. But, man, 99% of these politicians, they don't care about us. They'll say one thing, but they're doing it to get your vote. They don't want to follow through with their promises. Listen, every president's, every politician's lied, Okay. Uh, some of them won't deny that they've lied, but it's just like, you know, do you really think these politicians care about your well-being? Like, ask yourself that. Even Tucker Carlson from Fox News, who, you know, has been a big supporter of Donald Trump's, like, even he said a while ago, it's like, listen, we need to stop obsessing with Trump, whether we like him or not. Like, it, it, we need to obsess with ourselves. Because if we are... If we are praising politicians and thinking about them more than ourselves, we got to reassess where we are in life. We really do. You're absolutely right. I mean, and <laughs> what's funny about Tucker, if you remember last week when Matt Gates was on his show. Oh, God. That was, that was how no that one was ever really came out and interview. Never. <laughs> he's like, Sorry. you remember when we were at dinner and you met this girl that I was with? And Tucker Carlson's like, no. Nope. And I forget. Oh, it was Jimmy Kimmel who he was like playing the clip, and he's like, "It's kind of like when you're like introducing your uh, your fiance to your guys from like your buddies from college, and they're all like, hey, do you remember that time we were at the bar and blah blah?'" He's like, "No, no, no, I don't remember that." I was, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> the girl was like, "No, I wasn't there," and he was like, "This is one of the weirdest interviews I've ever been in." <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel just totally lit that interview up. If you yeah. haven't seen it, just type but like Jimmy Kimmel. So I, I talked. Mark, the first time right I've gone hunting for a Kimmel clip, but there you go. <laughs> right before the election, I talked to, I happened to meet right by the restaurant of my house, a lobbyist who has met a ton of Democrats and Republican senators and congressmen. And he said, these, these guys and women are like, they're, it's all like when you see them on camera, it's like the WWF or WWE now. Yeah. Um, off camera, they're buddies. They're hanging out. They're like going to like these wine tastings and beer tastings in Vegas. And they're hanging out. And they're buddy buddy. And by the way, uh, you know, Lindsey Graham is is really good friends with Joe Biden and. It's, it's, it, look it up. Like, it's crazy. Do you remember that idea. photo 
of Nancy Pelosi. And I think it was, um, what's the other guy's name? Chuck Schumer. No, not Chuck Schumer. Um, Oh God, what's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yes. They were like fist bumping or elbow bumping, whatever. Yes. Like, do you not see this people? Well, here and and uh, Kamala uh, or Kamala did that with uh, Lindsey Graham and Joe Biden. Joe Biden, when he was when he was racing against Trump, he did that with um, with uh, with Pence. So yeah. It's like and, and and Scalia was really really good friends with uh, Ginsburg. Look at us trying to look at us trying to display friends, unity. Great friends yeah. and not even close line politically. So See, like, this is how it should be, damn it. See, like, this true, this, but here's the problem with the country right now. The problem with the country right now is that the opposite, like the polar opposite ends of both political spectrums are controlling the narrative. And the majority of the people are in the middle of that, but the people that are controlling the narrative are not the majority, they're a minority, but they're controlling the narrative. <laughs> By the way, real quickly, I just want to say this because I know at least one person is going to do it. If you're going to message me or tweet me, oh, I, I don't listen to your podcast for politics. Uh, <laughs> just just save your tweet or whatever. Send it to me. When's the last Send time that Chief we Sam said Chicago. that? We oh, hold on. Here. Let me just finish my point. Let me, let me, <laughs> listen, if you're going to tweet me that shit, first of all, I'm just going to laugh at you and then I'm going to block you. So please don't just save you yourself some time. It's a Chief yeah, Sam. Just like unfollow, yeah. save everybody some time. <laughs> Chief. And for um, those- that don't spell well. Chiefs fan, C H I. As in Chicago. <laughs> um, okay, real quickly, last thing, because I, I know we, we've gone over an hour here. Um, I did want to ask you guys about the seventeenth game with the NFL. So I've got, I've got mixed feelings on this. Listen, I was trying to research this, and I could not find the answer as to what the result of the vote was from the owners. So I'm just going to assume all owners said yes to this because look, it is more money, especially after a year. In this pandemic where they lost a lot of money. Um, I, I don't like this whole... Listen, the 16-game structure, it is a very well-organized deal. I know a lot of people, like Chiefs fans were complaining, why are we always visiting the Patriots in the regular season? Well, there is a process. It's kind of a weird process, but if you actually take the time to research and understand how the 16-game format works you'll understand why the Chiefs have visited the Patriots. There was a stretch, I think, in the 90s where the Steelers were always visiting us. And I think early this, uh, the last decade, the Bills were always visiting us every year. It was kind of weird. It, it happens. Um, the 16-game stru- structure well, is it's so because organized. Of the fact that it's like, What'd you say, DJ? Well, it's, you know, it's the way that... Oh, I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry, Matt. I, I said the Texans, too. They've been at the Chiefs the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Well, By the they way, matchup Zach- divisions, but they like have division winners play. Yes, that's what they do. They have division. Like so yeah. I don't understand the logic. Like, how did we get the Packers? That's that's what I don't get. And why division why do winners. we get a home game? Uh, so they they're planning to alternate that every year. So like yeah. this well, year I- the AFC gets the home game. Next year the NFC does. Oh, okay. It's a whole weird mix. Yeah. yeah. Like, there is some rhyme and reason to it, but, I mean, ultimately, I'm just annoyed because, like, it's a stupid odd number. Like, you know, if we're going to have, an, you know, a 9 and 8 team making the playoffs, well, that's great. If it's an 8-9 team, people are going to be like, hmm. Like, well, I just think, like, you're going to see that happen. Like, you can get ready for it. There will be at least one this year. You take that to the bank. Like, selfishly, I... I, I it's, you know, 
Yeah, so uh, selfishly, I love it because it's a season ticket holder. So we have to pay for the two preseason games, the home games, and it's the same price as the regular season games. And so mm-hmm. if they're taking one of those away, you're actually getting a good Packers game. Good That's awesome. <laughs> well, here's but, what's. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, DJ. Well, I'm sorry. I was just going to say it. Like, as a fan and as a fan of the team, I don't like the extra game. Like, I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah. I, also, I if think... I looked far as it was almost unanimous through the honors, the one team that didn't vote for it was the Bears, who evidently also didn't want another game's worth of watching Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Well, they already have their uh, PSAs, right? So. Well, here's, a, here's what's weird. We've seen a lot of changes in the NFL. Like one big change is, you know, the uh, playoff expansion to seven teams. And you would think that it would allow all double digit teams to get in. But the Miami Dolphins finished 10 and six and couldn't get in. Um, and, and then you had a team like the the Washington football team. They had they, they could have probably gotten in with like five wins and maybe still made the playoffs, which was weird. But uh, here's the thing. I think, you know, you have to consider an extra bye week or something. I know it's not it's not ideal for your team to not play twice in a regular season, but and by the way, I don't know if people have talked about this, but um, I saw uh, and I know people don't like Florio, but he does make a valid point here that NBC um, they they're carrying the Super Bowl for next season, or I should now say this season because we're in the new league year, and on top of that, NBC is carrying the Winter Olympics, so. I don't know what, I mean, the Olympics are such a big deal. You can't just move that to NBCSN because not everyone has that. And, and people want to catch all the Olympic. Action. But if it's between that and the Super Bowl, come on now. Well, I know I get it, but NBC, <laughs> that's still a loss. Like one way or another, like you, you don't, you don't schedule these things to have a conflict between the Super Bowl and the Olympics. Yes. Americans are going to watch the Olympics, but there's also, or excuse me, the Super but Bowl. But now in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, but that's not what NBC. This is not. This is a kind of a mess for NBC. So I don't know. So I don't I, know how they're going to handle that. So I don't. I don't usually watch the Winter Olympics. Sorry, guys. Um, you didn't you know, you. curling, DJ. What's wrong with you? No, actually, curling looks well. Do you ever see the one with the the squirrels or the groundhog? But when do those start? Like when are the when are the Winter Olympics? Like is that? Okay. After the, I thought it was after the Super Bowl. Well, usually it is, but they're pushing the entire season back one week because of the 17th game. Okay, so it is going to a little bit of conflict with that. Yeah, so Man, sucks for NBC. Um, well, well see, the NFL doesn't hey. care about that. Right. As Chiefs fans, we don't which. As Chiefs fans, we're going to give a shit if <laughs> we're in the Super Bowl. If not, we're gonna be happy to deal with Oh, percent. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, yes, if the Chiefs like, are Colin, in, yes. If the Chiefs are in, yes, I am one hundred percent picking the Chiefs over yeah. bobsled, curling, snowboarding, all that Look, good stuff. Even if the Raiders somehow magically make the Super Bowl, okay, I'm still choosing that over bobsled. Man, maybe not. But. Man, where are you smoking? I think I think you're more optimistic than Raider Cody with that one. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I was saying it to make my point. By the way, did you see... <laughs> like it doesn't um, matter who's in the Super Bowl. We're going to watch it. It's football. Did you see there's a Raiders fan on the internet? He made up some rumor. There's a video of this big guy in Walmart fighting another guy and got I knocked out like five times. Really? But this, this Raiders fan made up a tweet saying, oh, look, uh, former uh, offensive tackle Bruce Campbell got knocked out. That's fake? And, oh, yeah, that's fake. That's not Bruce Campbell. Damn. 
Everyone, <laughs> by the way, it's funny. The New York Post had a headline, and the headline said, No, that's not Bruce Campbell getting his ass wow. kicked. Um, I have been yeah. busy this week because I didn't see that that was fake. Well, I found was Twitter. Twitter. I was on Sunday, I was watching it. I was like, Oh, shit, he got his ass kicked. I found Bruce Campbell's <laughs> Twitter, and he has like 400. He's like coaching offensive line at some college, and he was pissed. And I would be too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay, remember the Kobe Bryant thing? I don't know how, but somehow Twitch, when Twitch, Kobe the, the death, the death, um, ah, when yes. that happened, there was this crazy rumor that Rick Fox was on the helicopter yes. with him. Yeah, right. And it's just that. like, how the hell does this even happen sometimes? Like that fan, I think he was just making a joke and making fun of Bruce Campbell because he was such a bad player. Yeah. Um, it, to the point where the media actually retweeted it and turned that into a story, um, which everyone regrets now. Uh, those who reported it, it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's like one the same thing. Like I hope Fox. that the yeah. Well, one of these days, I hope that the media will you know, get back to getting it right instead of getting it first. It'll be nice if they can pull that off, but we'll see. No, dude, Not I I am a, I am guilty of that. I had an incident with the Joe uh, the Jovan Belcher incident. So I did not. I was a, I was with Bleacher Report at the time, and I didn't say anything that was incorrect about the incident. But I said so. I was in such a hurry to put out a, a piece, and I was twenty one. But that's not an excuse. Like you're still old enough to know. I wrote something at the end of my article. I said the hardest part about this is um, the 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 Chiefs have a game tomorrow. It's like that's that was such a dumb thing to write. I mean, how old were you at the time? Yeah, but that's not an excuse, DJ. It, I, know. It's, I mean, it kind of is. Though. I it, mean, it, it, no, it's not things. though. Because here's what I meant to say. I meant to say the game's tomorrow, and we don't know if the game is still going to happen or not. Which I should have clarified. There's nothing difficult about playing a game. The difficult part is these guys just lost a brother, uh, a teammate, True. in a very tragic manner. Um, but yeah, you're right, Zach. B- people are in a hurry to go quickly with these kinds of things sometimes. Well, one of the one of the things I was going to say, just to add a little levity to that situation, which it's hard to add levity, but this is kind of funny. So that morning, w- w- which incident, by the way, are you talking about? The Belcher one. Oh, okay. So okay. I woke up, and one of my buddies was texting what he thought was my personal cell phone. He was texting my work cell that I didn't have anymore like your childhood friend. And he was like, Oh my God, did you see what happened? So he sends me all these texts that he sent to this random person that he thought was me. And he's like, I can't believe what happened. He's like, fool. I don't know who you are. Who are you? And then he keeps like saying like, no, the Javon Bulger. He's like, man, you better stop texting me. Or I'm going to kick your ass. And he said, all, I'm like, <laughs> this guy was like, who is this guy? <laughs> You know, so lovely in a bad situation, but yeah, dude, you get a pass. I mean, what are you twenty? Look, twenty-one. Listen, I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was 2012 because if I did that today, you'd be canceled. Yeah, I would be canceled, and I could not really argue against it. By the way, that that, that's funny. Your uh, friend doing that, like texting who he thought was you. occasionally I'll get like an ex-girlfriend that'll text me and I'll be like, wrong number. Who dis? Just so like, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> the best part is it works. Um, nice. But yeah, the, the, the whole 17, we got a little off topic there. The whole 17 Watch, you're game You're going to get thing, nailed for that. Cause one of them will be watching this. 
Uh, oh, you batted yourself. Come on, if, man. If they're doing that, then he already got canceled. He has no worry. They have better things to do. <laughs> uh, but the whole seventeenth game, man. Listen, the owners are not thinking about player safety here, which has been a big debate. You know, should we have a seventeenth? When game? do they ever? They're, they're just thinking, by the way, the PA voted for it, right? So. Well, uh, yes, no, they, they didn't did. Have a choice. Like they left it open in the last season. Right. Well, that's yes. the problem. They're, they're, I agree. Yeah, their their guy is. Well, people are guy. people are criticizing Where owners set, for right? this. And here's here's my thing. People think that owners know football. They don't know football. They really don't. They know business. By the way, like go listen to Clark Hunt's press conference. I think it was like two days before the Super Bowl. They're asking him about Eric Bieniemy not getting a head coaching job. He can't. He can't have a discussion about it because he doesn't know much about football. Like the three of us, if we were to do okay, let's say the three of us and Clark Hunt, which obviously would never happen, but let's say the four of us got to do a um, an NFL draft podcast, okay, and we gave our opinions. We know a lot more than he does. The only time an owner gets involved, and I'll use Clark Hunt as an example, on draft day, he's there. He's not making the decisions, but he wants to know what's going on. Uh, for big contracts like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, he's there for that. Incidents like Jared Allen wanting out, he was involved for that. When the whole Tyree Kill thing was going on, he was involved for that. He definitely got involved with the whole Kareem Hunt situation. That's really all uh, you hear from owners, unless they're also general managers, which even then they're not good at, such as Jerry Jones. These owners don't know anything about football. They really don't. Anyone who thinks they do, Go listen to an owner's press conference, and when they get asked business questions, they can answer that with flying colors. But when they get asked a very specific, detailed football question, a majority of them don't really know how to answer it. Which I guess does make sense to a level. Uh, you know, most of these guys, I mean, they didn't make their money playing ball. Where'd they make their money? Literally anywhere else. Yeah. For the most part. So, with the exceptions of, you know, I mean, there was the guy who owned the Panthers for a while, Jerry Richardson, I think his name was. Yeah. He died, so no dice. Um, but, you know, and then I guess, you know, loosely, you know, the Hallises or, you know, now the McCaskies. But, like, yeah, I mean, it was Hallis. He played, coached, whatever. Uh, but I'm trying to think of any others outside of that that, you know, ownership played. And I, again, struggling to come up with that. Not, not recently. And the McCaskies have been terrible. Well, like, you know, like three generations removed or and something. And Jerry right? Jones benefited from Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. And I would argue that Switzer's championship was actually Jimmy Johnson's. And Jerry Jones really hasn't done anything, hasn't done shit without. No. Johnson, I mean, he just so. cost himself a lot of money on uh, Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But I, I mean, he cost himself money by not getting it dealt with. Owners here, here, the best owners in professional sports don't get into the management of the team. Yeah. I, I made a joke, by the way, when the uh, Cowboys uh, signed Dak Prescott. I go, oh, uh, four-year contract. Well, the Cowboys have been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention for the next four years. It's like 99% of the people got the joke, but it's like, the problem there. <laughs> but it's like, it's just like Cowboys fans. I mean, between Cowboys fans and Raiders fans, like there's a contest as to like who gets to, by the way, here's one area where Raiders fans get really sensitive I keep, I, I keep writing this just for this because, and listen, I have a little issue with Raiders fans because a few years ago They're when the, the Khalil, with the, with the whole, well, that, the Khalil Mack thing went down, 
uh, before he got traded, there was a rumor, and I posted a, a I wrote a post on my Facebook page saying, uh, Khalil Mack, the rumor is he might get traded for two first round picks. Raiders fans destroyed me on my Facebook page saying, oh, you're spreading fake news. Why would you do this? Yeah. You know, what's your problem? And I kind of panicked and deleted that. And then minutes later, he got traded for two first round picks. <laughs> and if I did not delete that, I would have responded to every single Raiders fan, letting them know what's up, buddy. Um, but anyway, uh, I, this, this uh, comment bothers Raiders fans. Derek Carr has zero career passing yards in the playoffs. Chad Henney has 66. By the way, who was the backup quarterback to Derek Carr? Because he has more pass attempts in the playoff game. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> year was like or something. Like, because they like their backup got hurt too. So it was like their third string guy yeah. that was playing. I forget. Yeah, but so DJ. Much. I think we had the, by the way, I think the Chiefs look this up, please, afterwards. But I think the Chiefs, I was thinking about this you know, like last few days for some reason. I think the Chiefs signed a dude that played in the playoffs for the Raiders that year as like a backup in training camp. I'm pretty uh, sure. Oh, you're talking about a quarterback? Yeah. The guy that mm-hmm. played the playoff game that year. Hold on. Raiders, our lads. I think it was 2016 Raiders. Uh, yeah, I'm looking, looking it, it up. My friend, for sure. my friend Dan Shanka has these great depth charts that you can look back in their archives. So I'm going Connor back to Cook. Cook. Oh, no, McGloin. McGloin started that. Oh. So Matt McGloin started the playoff game for the Raiders. They lost, of course. And we signed McGloin. He never played for us, but we signed him in training camp a couple of years ago. I did not know might that. Have been the first year. It might have been the first year that Mahomes was a starter. I remember we had EJ Manuel for an offseason just for like yeah. a couple of weeks, yeah, he but then he retired, so – I, I, th- I thought that was kind of funny because that year we all wanted Geno Smith. We got Alex Smith, and EJ Manuel was the first player taken in the first round, which kind of funny. Uh, yeah, that did not end well. Yeah, the, I don't think that it did not. Yeah, so we well. signed McGoy in 2018, and he never played for us. Yeah, well, that's okay. We had Patrick Mahomes in 2018, so I guess yeah, it, you know. it all, all worked <laughs> yeah, out just fine. Uh, Hey, look, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, let's do this again soon, man. Uh, I love talking to you guys. I mean, Absolutely. you're both good people, whether we're doing a podcast or just shooting shit in our group text. Uh, I always like talking to you guys. Uh, real quickly, uh, the tweet machine, what do you guys have? Zach, how can people follow you? Uh, it's just at Z Stagging. Pretty sure. And DJ, I know you mentioned it, but mention it again what your Twitter handle Chief is. Stan Shy, CHI. All right. You heard it. Go follow them. Uh, Love talking to you guys. We'll do this again soon uh, in the offseason. Working on some guests. Uh, Nothing official yet, but uh, I do plan on uh, having some guests on in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. We'll, uh, We'll dish those out in the next few weeks. Until then, stay safe. Be nice to each other. Just remember, politicians, they do not care about you. That's my biggest takeaway, our biggest takeaway to you guys, hopefully, on this podcast. Uh, No, in all seriousness... Just be kind to one another. That's the most important thing. If you enjoyed this episode, share the links, share it with your friends. Until then, I'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.